Welcome back to another market open. Uh, welcome, welcome. So we've got uh, so far looks like indices might actually be green today, which would be nice. Uh, there's still a chance, though, that uh, the S&P 500 ends up red for the week. It's going to be interesting to see uh, how things turn out because the week has been pretty red. Uh, Dow futures right now up a third, S&P up 0.26, and the Nasdaq up 0.28. Uh, it is Friday, and it is uh, yesterday was a holiday for the bond market. Uh, futures were still open, but the uh, stock market was open yesterday, Veterans Day. Hope you had a good day yesterday, and thanks to all of our heroes. We'll wait for uh, a new, um, actually, yeah, uh, ten year, uh, ten years right now, just unchanged, sitting at one point five five eight. Uh, really surprising that the, these have not shot up more. It's also worth noting that the uh, real estate mortgage rates dramatically follow the 10-year uh, treasury. Now, they don't perfectly correlate with, but they tend to move in tandem together. So when you see like the 10-year rate go up, mortgage rates tend to go up as well. Uh, and so a lot of that fear around uh, inflation also ends up showing up in the real estate market in the form of higher mortgages. But uh, yeah, all right, let's hop on over into uh, Weeble here and see what we got. So pre-market uh, sundial just absolutely exploding. Uh, I believe they're doing an offering. I'm going to pull up and find out exactly uh, what's going on. Or buying back shares on the offering. Uh, let's see here. Sundial. Yeah, share buyback. Uh, Q3 results and share buyback. Revenue came in at $40.2 million. And uh, they, announced this, uh, they announced a $100 million share buyback. I believe that's $100 million Canadian dollar a share buyback. But uh, that was definitely unexpected. And they had an adjusted EBITDA of... 10.5 million versus the uh, 4.4 million dollar loss a year ago. So really a, a big shift here on uh, on Sundial and 100 million dollar buyback for a, for a relatively small market cap company. Pretty darn exciting for uh, a lot of folks uh, who follow the stock. The stock uh, currently has a market cap of about 1.47 billion. 1.47 billion, 100 or uh, and then on that uh, Hundred million dollar buyback, you know that's that's not bad. I mean, let's see, uh, hundred divided by one point five billion. There we go. Uh, 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 that's about uh, yeah, six six point seven percent or so in buyback. Uh, so the stock's moving substantially on on the beat on earnings, but then also probably more on the idea of a buyback rather than uh, fundamental. Valuation side of a uh, hundred million dollar buyback, a little little bit more excited there. But then again, Sundial has been a momentum mover, and if it can uh, have a reason for moving, it tends to move pretty quickly. So then we've got Blink Charging. Oh, 10.9 percent. It's like a U-turn from what we had last week. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, yeah, last last week we uh, we had some enthusiasm after the uh, bipartisan infrastructure package passed, but then uh, that enthusiasm waned pretty quickly. What happened here, though? Oh, did Blink just? Let's see here. Blink eight Cade. You've got a price increase at Cohen from thirty five to forty one. Needham raises them to forty one dollars. What are they at right now? Thirty nine dollars. Okay. And let's see here. Blink rallies as results spur upgrade. Okay, yeah, these are their their earnings from yesterday because yesterday they had 3,016 charging stations connected or sold in Q3. Their net loss was 
15.3 million and they had an expected loss of 11.5. So they actually lost more money than expected. It had a worse EPS, but uh, they beat on revenue. Revenue came in at 6.4 versus 4.72 expected. It's a really good beat on, on the revenue. So stock definitely moving on, on that excitement. Although they, they made less money than uh, than expected, even though their revenue is so much higher. So not uh, not sure why exactly that's so darn exciting, but uh, you know, that's the stock market sometimes. All right. So then you've got Shift Technologies up 6.71. This is also an earnings story here. Let's see here. Xping 366. Not like really super large green here. You've got some greens here. The the 2% range seems pretty popular today. Snowflake, Cheesecake, Root, Cannabis ETF, Neo, 1.6 on Neo. Uh, Outlet sitting at uh, 1.36. Robinhood's actually up 1.29. MP Material, 0.91. Enphase, 0.75. Alphabet's up uh, about a half percent. Uh, we go to the downside here. Downside, you're looking at weed maps. Ooh, what happened on that one? Oh, let's see here. Mm -mm. All right, let's see. W uh, maps. Okay, yeah, maps. Here we go. So maps coming in with. Uh, guidance of 52, 52 million. The expectation was 59.39. The EPS came in at two with a consensus of one cent. So they, they had a beat on EPS, but the guide was very low. Yeah, company offers, uh, so revenue, uh, revenue rises, but company offers downbeat Q4 guidance. Yeah, people don't like that in the stock market when the guide is low. So uh, that's, Shocked though, 17%. But then again, the, the guy did miss by almost 20%. You know, from from uh 250 from 60. Well, I guess it's a little less than 20%. And it is down about a little less than 20%. <laughs> so that's interesting. Lordstown Motors. Why why is ride burning by 10%? Let's find out. Ride, Lordstown Motors. Felt a lot of drama at this one. Uh, announces production delay as a result of supply chain issues. Yep, that's the worst. If you're a manufacturer and you're constantly announcing delays, woo, stock market doesn't like you. Tesla went through that kind of H-E double hockey sticks. Ugh. Mm. Good old coffee. All right, somebody's saying they took profits on Lucid. Oh, did you? I actually don't blame that at all. I, if anything, I'd probably encourage that. Let's see. Elsid here. Uh, yeah, 1.6 in the pre-market to the downside. Tesla down about 1% in the pre-market. A lot of uh, entertainment around Tesla, obviously, waiting to see if Elon is going to dump the rest of his share or when shares when he's when's he going to do that. Let's go ahead and pull up uh, the SEC here. SEC filings. Let's find out. See if we have any other Elon filings. We're definitely expecting to get more, but no, well, there are a couple from the wait, when were these filed? Elon Musk. Oh, did this just come out? I think I just got some new Elon filings. Look at this. Uh transaction on the the 11th. 
Oh, on Thursday. Whoa, he dumped a bunch more shares on Thursday. Uh-huh. How many shares is this? Uh, gosh, I wish I had one of my old school accounting calculators. I could add this stuff so fast. Interesting. Elon sold some more. Is there's got to be a way to just export this in a spreadsheet? Oh, maybe I could just copy and paste this into a spreadsheet. That would be so convenient if I could do that. Because then we can add it up really quickly. That's interesting. So a couple. So Elon's really because the stock didn't really move that rough yesterday. Uh, wasn't that bad. <laughs> Somebody says they want to get into Tesla again at eight fifty. I know you and everybody else. All right, let's see here. Oh gosh, the chart looks horrible when I just paste it in. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. Dang it. <laughs> that would be too good to be true. There's gotta be a way to export these filings. I'm sure there is. But anyway, okay, so a bunch more Elon sales. Yeah, both of the forms are Elon. And uh these that's look at that one. Thirty thousand right here. Thirty thousand shares. Uh plus plus all of these other ones here. There's got to be a way to just get the table. See, if I could just copy and paste this, slap this into a... Ooh, that looks good. That might work. See, because then I could... Oh, yeah, there we go. Some. Boom. Oh, wait. I thought it worked for a moment there. Some. Yes. 52,000 shares. Okay, good. So that was 52,000 shares. We did it. We did it. So the trick is you just have to highlight from the corner corner to corner all right so fifty-two thousand shares and boom all right hit a sum and fifty-eight thousand shares wow so elon just sold on thursday uh did that add together i don't think that added together correctly that doesn't look like that did. Oh, wait. Is that right? Oh, wow. Yeah, look at that. 73,000, 32,000, 69,000. That's 587,000 shares plus 52,000 shares. That's 639,000 shares. Oh, my gosh. 639, 737 uh, times whatever, about 1,100. That's uh, 700 mil. Nah, still got some work to do. <laughs> uh, so Elon still got some work to do there. 639,737 shares. Wow. Okay, hold on. Let me turn on the uh, member chat again. See, if anybody wonders why we have the member chat is because we get losers who come in here and start spamming things. And so then we have to turn on the member chat because people don't spam when we're on member chat. Wow. Uh, 30, yeah, 37, not 47. Right, exactly. 639, 737. Wow. Okay, I wonder when when this disclosure came through. I think I actually have, should have, I might have a notification. I don't know if I can pull it up here. I don't think it really matters though when it came in. The point is that was, that was, uh, that was yesterday. 
So I wonder if we'll get some more selling pressure from Elon today. Uh, be quite interesting. Yeah. All right. So anyway, then uh, let's see here. All right. Uh, sure. Sold by Elon Musk. Tesla share sold by Elon Musk. What was it uh, on November 11th? Yeah, that's still a fraction of uh, what he's got to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that just means you're going to have selling pressure, I feel like, on Tesla for a while. <laughs> Let's listen here for a moment. Would come in hot tomorrow. Yeah, this is just a great one. And I, I, when I spoke to the Amazon sustainability officer at the ESG conference I ran, I mean, they have no choice. They literally need every Rivian vehicle. And when you hear that, all you can say is, well, then where are the sellers? You know, if that 20% seller is not going to sell, what's going to happen? I want to know whether Ford is going to go to try to get a release uh, to be able to sell the stock. But I don't think that's what, the way they're headed, David. But this is the day usually where you, uh, you're wrong to come in and buy it. These institutions wanted to finish their buy by the end of the week. They all seem to be full up. And the people who are buying it now are anticipating that that same level of buying is going to come in. Don't really understand. I think that what you have is that's that, stunning. Though, that, well, but the institutions all want a full position because, as you said, no, the institutions well, were, were I, not flippers. I, I pointed that, that was out. one of the best pr prices. They Wednesday, should study that. When I, I told you it was sovereign funds, it was it was buyers. The initial book for the IPO was very incredibly solid to the point where you weren't going to get flippers. Yes. These were long-term holders. Uh, R.J. Scringe. Yep, uh, oversaw the allocation, and so that went went extraordinarily but you, well. You've told that's but, so yeah, unusual. Uh, yesterday we had an analyst out. I'm like, how do you value this thing? It's like, well, maybe on 23 revenues, uh, eight billion and 23 revenues. So, all right. Well, I think so that look, look, I think times. Elon Musk told you out of value, right? Which is that it's you're they're able to achieve high production, break even cash flow, uh, true test, and I don't know whether they can do either. Uh, eight billion in revenue in 2023. Uh, that is. Let me see here. The, somebody just said eight in 2023. We actually think they can get eight billion in 2023. If I throw in eight billion here in 2023, they'd have to do about 160 thousand vehicles by then. They'd have to ramp fast. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna. That would be in two years. Uh, price, uh, I I don't know if they're going to be able to pull that off. Because their earnings per share would be fifty four cents. There, they, I mean, they they would have to have like a three hundred price to earnings ratio to actually, well, have a be be profitable compared to their share price today for that to make sense. I mean, maybe. But I mean, if look, if they can, like, uh, like they said about Elon Musk saying it, if they can ramp that production, maybe, maybe, no, I don't know. I do know there's a lot of enthusiasm for Rivian right now. It's kind of interesting what Jim Cramer actually said that maybe institutions have like a certain amount that they want to get in, uh, so that they have a certain amount of Rivian in their portfolios. And so that there's a lot of buying pressure this week, maybe, you know, IPO week when it's uh, certainly in the news a lot more. Yeah, I, I, I don't think their Mitsubishi plant has uh, 600K capacity. Where did you see that? I thought their 
I thought their plant capped out at about 200K. But even if you had a 600K capacity, good luck getting there anytime soon. You've got, uh, you know, Tesla China has a, a max capacity of, uh, of a million. And, uh, you know, we're, we're still, uh, still in a place where Tesla is uh, not manufacturing a million vehicles there. All right. So uh, how about other stocks? Uh, same for Fremont, by the way. Fremont could be a million production facility, but I think they're all like between five and 600K. And that's Tesla. You know, they've been manufacturing for a while, quite a while. Neo, 1.64%. I think Neo might move a little bit more one of these days. <laughs> a little enthusiasm for Neo. Let's see here. Neo. All right. So then what else do we have? We have Lucid down 1.33. Tesla's down a percent. Affirm pulling back to 150 a tiny little bit. Three quarters of a percent. All right. Let's see what headlines we have. So Bloomberger. So let's see. Johnson Johnson plans to break up drug and consumer companies. Shares rise. Elon Musk tops $500 billion list of green billionaires. Nice. Uh, let's see here. Salt cap is poised to get looser as Democrats debate tax relief. Ooh, let's take a look at the salt tax. Uh, all right. Ongoing debate. Blah, blah, blah. Where do they stand now? Lawmakers representing high tax states like New York and New Jersey are pushing to make the salt tax deduction on federal income taxes a priority. Okay, so we still don't... Oh, here we go. An unlimited deduction is dead, and the question is, what kind of limitation? Wow. Why you gotta be so angry? <laughs> Democrats have proposed increasing a cap, uh, increasing the cap to $80,000 from $10,000 through the end of the decade. Uh, outright appeal, the first choice of salt advocates is too costly. So lawmakers are looking at ways to provide a bigger tax break without adding to the deficit. Interesting. Uh, $80,000 cap. Okay, well, that's eight times what it is now. Musk sells more Tesla, bringing total to $5.7 billion. Sold an additional $700 million a stock. We just saw that. That copy and paste was so uh, so clutch. <laughs> um, glad it uh, that works. Decided to sit there and manually add all that up. Oh my gosh, that'd be nightmarish. Then most likely to get it wrong. Uh, ha ha. All right. How uh, Levi's Levi's leaders talk about emerging from the pandemic stronger? Okay, <laughs> sounds like a boring interview. Oh dear. Most of the Financial Times. Do I want to talk about the Johnson? Well, it seems like everybody else is talking about the Johnson Johnson split, so I guess we may as well. I don't know that much about J and J, but I suppose we'll look at it. Ah, uh, Johnson Johnson. Oh, look, baby oil and shampoo. Johnson Johnson is to spin off its consumer products division, best known for band aids and baby shampoo and talcum powder, <laughs> as the world's largest healthcare company to seek. Uh, that uh, that folks to okay whatever. 
The division, which is forecast to generate 15 billion in sales this year, will be split off in 18 to 24 months, most likely via a stock offering. The company plans to make the transaction tax-free and keep the overall dividend at the same level. Shares gained 4% in pre-market. So they're spinning off the consumer products division. So that way the pharmaceuticals and medical devices are separate. So remember, they've got the J&J vaccine and then they do a ton of, uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what kind of Johnson Johnson medical devices they do. It'd be kind of interesting to see. Johnson Johnson medical devices. Here we go. Look at that. That looks like an ultrasound. Uh, our stories, our impact. Would you just go to like like the products thing? Yeah, it'd be all confusing. Yeah, really like the ultrasound. Okay. Medical products. Can we, can we get a can we get an idea of some products? Maybe just like one or two? What's that? Sports machine? Orthopedics machine. See, I have no idea what these things are. Power tools. Oh. Three main areas. Large bone, small bone, and high speed. Why does this make me cringe? A drill? Yikes. Um, yeah. Or maybe I don't want to look at medical products. Anyway. Uh, okay. So best way to accelerate our efforts, blah, 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 blah. Company in the sector have taught into consumer desires to manage and maintain their own health. Johnson Johnson, which owns Tylenol. Oh, I did not know that. And Nicorette reported 3.1% annual growth. Wow. Oh, look, it stopped selling talcum powder last year after the lawsuits. That's right. The whole baby powder lawsuits. Ah, I hit your bone. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the talcum powder was was uh, associated with cancer. Gosh, they spend $1.4 on uh, creating a subsidiary to manage the multi-billion dollar claims. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's not much I can comment on there. <laughs> I don't know much about J&J. &J. But anyway. So what do we have here? COVID. Biz, biggest declines in England since April. Really? Oh, that's good. Uh, COVID cases. Let's see what we got here. So COVID cases, U.S. Uh, this is Cali. Let's go U.S. Uh, doing decent. You know, we're plateauing around, what is this, 64,000 cases a day? 72 day, or seven day average is about 72,000, 74,000. Okay. I mean, it's still elevated. What about United Kingdom? Finally dropping. Okay, good. And then Germany, they're complaining about the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Oh my gosh, look at that skyrocketing. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, the, the stock doc wants to write you a prescription. Where is it? Where's my prescription pad? Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. You know what today's prescription is? It's right here. Today's prescription. I don't know. Is that going to focus? Maybe. Focus, focus. Look at that. Tesla. When anytime a dip onsets, so if you ever have a symptom uh, of of dip, then buy Tesla. <laughs> Use every time the symptom occurs. <laughs> uh, stock doc, stock doc orders. 
so uh let's see all right how's our how's our crypto all right gosh germany's just getting racked with covid all right what do we have over here bitcoin 63.9 ethereum 46 all right a little softness there since the cpi data just thought it was very interesting who wants to make a bitcoin farm just go bitcoin mining gotta find cheap electricity does anybody know where there's some cheap electricity so we can create a bitcoin farm together that'd be fun we'll we'll yolo it all onto mining bitcoin like why buy a bitcoin miner when you could buy a bitcoin miner <laughs> uh iceland is that true do do they have cheap electricity in iceland i'm gonna write that down i don't know if i believe it but i'm gonna write it down anyway iceland (laughs) somebody writes china (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) uh pacific northwest near the hydro dams nice okay I have a farm in New York. If you buy the solar and mining, I'll provide the land. But does it even make sense to use solar at this point? Because isn't the break-even cost for solar panels like 11 or 12 cents? And it wouldn't make sense. Like, wouldn't it make more sense to go to where there's hydropower and you could get it for like 5 cents? Like, I don't think solar can compete with that, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, I saw that CNBC article too. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, good for them. Just a small loan, you know? <laughs> Extension cord. Uh, Iceland has heated streets. They have so much geothermal. Is that true? Wow, okay, have a look into that. Sweet. What? Switzerland? I, I don't believe that these are that cheap. Uh, is that really? Well, it can't be. Iceland uh, electricity cost. Well, at least the initial Google is showing 14 cents, which that's not ideal. That's pretty high. Here we go. Geothermal. Ooh. Okay, here you go. It looks like in certain regions... You can get it cheap from hydro and geothermal. Wow. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Iceland. Not wrong then. Switzerland. Switzerland. That is very interesting. Uh, Let's see here. Price of electricity. Yeah. See, that's too much, but it could be certain parts. I think that's the thing is you have to find like the individual areas that make it uh, most cost effective. Yeah, very interesting. Seems like a lot of people have opinions, by the way, on this. uh, This uh, pays much for cooling. That's true. I mean, like imagine if you try doing it in the desert, you get screwed because of the heat. (laughs) Anyway. All right. So we're getting ready to open. We're about one minute away. 14% here on Blink. 
Uh, uh-huh. Charge point, 3.62. It's pretty good for charge point. I think it's probably moving with uh, with Blink there. Ooh, Affirm down 2.78%. And Tesla down 1.5. Is, uh, is our friend Elon selling again? See if there's any Affirm news quickly. <laughs> I'll pump the heat from Bitcoin mining to grow veggies. <laughs> uh, Affirm price target raised by Morgan Stanley to 185. That's impressive. All right. Oh, look, inspired by Iceland ad. What? Real life, though? No. No, because she's going to live in Delray for a while. Oh, so you guys can get together in the metaverse. But yeah, because right. I don't like the texting. But you can't touch each other, can you, in the metaverse? That's none of your business. That's <laughs> <laughs> awfully personal. There's the opening bell and the CNBC real-time exchange. At the big board, it's Robert F. Smith. Uh, Vista Equity Partners CEO, we go. philanthropist, celebrating one stock, one future. It's a goal for green. That's like 80% green. Wow. This is great. Yeah. All right. Let's see how things are moving. 80% green. That's not bad. Uh, somebody says Wall Street Journal article complaining about uh, how much extra selling there still is to do for Tesla. Oh, yeah. There's still some selling to do. So let's see how uh, Tesla's opening here. Tesla opening at about 1044. A little bit of uh, stress here from Elon's dumpage. Affirm. Look at Affirm rotate down here after incredible earnings. About 2.8% uh, here. Jivo down about 2.3%. Lordstown Motors uh, falling nine point uh, about 10% here. Trying to recover a little bit on the open with that delayed production, but boy, ugh, it's no bueno. This is not very good. Sundial, Sundial, gonna go back to a dollar. Who knows? Newer EV electric. Uh, Rob says check Twitter. What am I supposed to do on Twitter? Um. <laughs> uh, here goes Rivian, 5%. So let's see. I didn't see anything on Twitter. Some people are talking about a Tesla stock split. Of course, that's just uh, just rumorville right now. Okay. Ooh. Whoa, Rivian. Look at Rivian just explode. Look at that. Now at 8.2% there. Big old buy orders coming in. Wow. Sundial, 28%. Blink, 18%. Rivian, 8.4%. Tilray's moving up. Cannabis moving up. Look at all these cannabis companies right here moving up. Wonder why there's all of a sudden this cannabis enthusiasm. Is it just all off Sundial? Could be. I'm going to look at uh, ACB here and let's see if we have uh, any news here. It's Sundial. Yeah, it's all on Sundial. Wow. Xping, 5%. Is there news for Xping? 
I know. Why is it that everything runs except for Neo? <laughs> Xping to... Oh. Where... Here we go. Xping to reveal latest electric SUV firing up competition with Tesla. Xping rises on tease of new SUV as Rivian clears buck 25. Smart EV model next week. Wow. A lot of excitement there on Xping that Neo does not have. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Where's that Wall Street Journal article somebody's talking about? Somebody's talking about some drama up here. Elon Musk sells more times. Okay, well, it's just the headline here. Yeah, a lot more to go. And so how much have we sold in total now? Like six billion? <laughs> Neo's the middle child. <laughs> uh all right, let's see here. To make good on his Twitter pledge, Mr. Musk likely would need to sell about 12 million more shares. Oh, man. The pain continues. Yeah. Come on, Elon. Just just rip the bandage off. Dump it all in one day. Do it, I dare you. Do it. Get us a real dip. None of this small, like, 1% dip crap. Get us some real dip. I mean, a real dip. Oh dear, Tesla. Yeah, that's only one percent. Still ten fifty. Lucid's uh, Lucid's down one point six. Okay, what other head um, headlines do we have here? Treasuries face mortgage headwind in short week. Uh, let's see here. Big shorts. Burry calls out the SEC and Fed over market risks. Oh, it's Michael Burry complaining again. Michael Burry says, more speculation than the 1920s, more overvaluation than the 1990s, more geopolitical and economic strife than the 1970s. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, Mr. Perma Bear. MP Materials is having a great week. That's true. That is very true. All right, what else? Wynn Resorts terminates plan SPAC for online betting unit. Yeah, don't go near the SPAC. <laughs> Let's see. Wall Street, here's an opinion article. Wall Street should not fear Lyle Brainerd. That's the potential uh, backup for Jerome Powell. Let's say, I'm going to take a look at this. Hold on. This is a Bloomberg opinion piece. All right, let's see here. Brainerd and Powell haven't always seen eye to eye. Okay, let's see here. Mm. Okay, since the central bank, I'm trying to see if there's anything that in voting against change. Okay, let's see. Now, this is a little bit more of a history on, on her. This is honestly a little bit of a boring opinion piece. Just kind of goes into her history on sort of the Volcker rule and things like that. Yeah, not so so super exciting right now. Here's an interesting one. A Bloomberg intelligence piece. Market sell-off. Beginning of the end or just the beginning? Or just, I'm sorry, just a pause. 
beginning of the end or just a pause is what it says. Let's see what it says. This is a short little thing here. The November 9th, 10th sell-off was fueled by more than an overheated technical con uh, condition that fears of inflation were suddenly anything but transitory, as market participants have been looking through price hikes for most of 2021. Both the S&P and Russell were hitting 14-day RSI levels typically associated with some period of near-term weakness prior to the market downturn, and it appears investors used the unusually high producer price index as an excuse to relieve overbought conditions. High inflation poses a threat to the longer-term uptrend that will likely have to be reckoned with each earnings season as margins could be pressured. As Q3 earnings wrap up, all eyes will shift focus on macro data, searching for signs of slower growth that might have an immediate effect on stocks. That's interesting. Interesting arguments. So, uh, oh, there we go. Those must be some Elon sales right here. Look at that. Elon, uh, Elon pushing the stock down 2% now, 2.5%, 2.6% or plummeting <laughs> by the dip time. Uh, but anyway, shift technologies, 6.4%. That's Matterport during today. Our metaverse stock. Uh, let's see here. Metaverse stock, Matterport, 22 point. It's up 1.8% today. And SoFi is up 1.5% again today. Good. All right. What other news do we have? Let's see here. All right. So Wall Street Journal, Financial Times, U.S. rental fleets gain cachet as carmakers pursue electric vehicles. Dangerous man. That's um, that's Elizabeth Warren's nickname for uh, J-Pow. Dangerous man. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Hmm. Oh, not much here. Not much going on. Taylor Swift's battle to shake off the suits. Policing the Amazon for land. Okay. Climate. Okay. Wow. All right. Quiet, quiet day. What's this metaverse talk here? Metaverse only gets real when Apple joins, Morgan Stanley says. Oh, that, that'll be interesting. I feel like Apple's going to be late again. <laughs> but could you imagine if Apple came out with a VR headset? Now, that would be cool. That, I feel like, is one that I would buy. You know, like a VR headset that doesn't make you dizzy and that doesn't uh, make you feel weird. I will say, if you haven't gone to uh, one of those VR, like the, the VR shooting places yet, where you have to fight the zombies and stuff, those are pretty cool, where they, they put the little sensors on your wrists and on your ankles and then the headset. Those are very good. Uh, and those feel pretty good, too. Apple glasses. There you go. <laughs> uh... Graphene Manufacturing Group is better than QuantumScape. Yeah, I have no idea. Graphene Manufacturing Group. That's Canadian. GMG. Canadian company. You know, I feel like you have to be a scientist to compare the fundamentals of the tech, the, the chemicals of those two companies. <laughs> uh, Apple could buy Voozy. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't. Apple files for patents all the time, but we'll need to actually see some see some progress. Like a firm, a firm's having great progress, dropping four point two percent on no news. <laughs> it's just like the post earnings sell off. Trade desk up four percent. How's uh how's the good old buddy uh Nvidia doing? Nvidia. Oh, it's actually down a little bit, down one percent. Gotta gotta look for those buying opportunities. All right, let's see what uh, what Jimbo's got for us today. Arno, no Arno. Oh Arno. Arno looks. He, he's a snappy dresser. As you'd expect, he would be. Yeah. Yes. He's they obviously they're talking about my snappy outfit, you know, my stock doc outfit. Remember, folks, the prescription we wrote today was buying the Tesla dip. And anytime you have the anytime you have symptoms of dip, buy Tesla. <laughs> those are dangerous. Those salt. you got to be careful. No, it's just a straight out. Check yeah. out. Yeah, the luxury has not uh, done poorly uh, post pandemic. A lot of that's going to be Asia, of course. Yes. Where, um, once again, Jim, there's a lot of talk that the China trade is back on, outperforming the Russell again. Yeah. We're, not, we're no longer walking in here seeing crazy headlines every morning. No, we'll talk to Henry Fernandez soon from MSCI, maybe get some uh, shed some light on that. But even when, in the win conference call, now, of course, we know that uh, Mr. Maddox. Yeah, we're going to pull off win. Uh, there's an article here in the Wall Street Journal about how the 4% retirement rule is basically not going to work anymore uh, under the potential for... Uh, inflating prices and lower returns in the market, and that now instead of the four percent retirement rule, which basically says if you have a million dollars invested, you should spend no more than four percent or forty thousand dollars, so that way your portfolio continues to grow, uh, or at least stay break even. As you withdraw forty thousand dollars, you at least make forty thousand dollars, and so that way you could be retired, right? And four uh, percent rule, uh, they're now suggesting you should revise to three and a third which would mean only withdrawing about 33k from your portfolio. Uh, interesting. I bought land in the two biggest crypto metaverses, Decentraland and Sandbox. <laughs> That's awesome, Ryan. Um, I would never buy land in real life. So, you know what? I don't know if I can complain about that. <laughs> uh, uh, do they have fixer uppers in, in the metaverse? Apple is rumored to have a secret team of hundreds of employees working on virtual and augmented reality projects. I wouldn't be surprised if that's where like we got that virtual ruler. Y'all know that the iPhone has that. Uh, that uh, let's see here. Where's where's the ruler tool? Isn't it isn't it a separate app they have now? Ruler. I thought it was. Oh, maybe I got rid of it. I have a tendency of deleting a lot of apps. I thought there was a measure tool somewhere. Oh, well. I don't know where it went. It doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> Fix or uppers. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, dear. It's called measure. Ah, okay. Thank you for that. Measure. Why don't they just call it ruler or like at least like show up when you type in ruler, like show up the measure app. Uh, apparently I don't have it either measure. 
but that would make too much sense. Oh, yeah, measure. Oh, open. It's a utility. Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Yeah, I like that. Okay, cool. I don't know what the point was of me looking that up. But it was essentially saying that if they do have a team that works on that virtual and augmented reality, maybe they're the ones who came up with that measure tool. That would make sense. Anyway, Robinhood's up about two and a half, along with Hippo. Shift uh, giving up a little bit of that 7% gain it had here. Yeah, up, up, up to about, what, three and a quarter percent now? EXPI, 166. Voyager Digital is up about a half percent. Uh, looks like we got a little bit of uh, pain here to the downside. We know Weed Maps was going down. LiDAR, the the, the other, oh, all the LiDAR plays moving down here. AI and Luminar moving down a little bit. Sheeb down at 54. Embraer, 3.2 to the downside. Outlet's down a little bit. Lucid down a little bit. Tesla's almost down 2.5%. 1037 right now. Dutch Bros down 1.65. Cardano's down a little bit. Peloton a little bit. Hey, who do we know yet when Tattooed Chef is actually going to report earnings? And who reports today? No. All right, let's see here. Um, Tattooed Chef. Tattooed Chef news. <laughs> uh, thank you, Dabble Comma Club. All right, so reschedules, third quarter announcement. Yeah, do we have a date for it? I don't think we do. No, still no date. Yikes. How do you miss the getting your financials done? Oh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, well. Sometimes it's not meant to make sense. Okay, so what else? What else do we have? Are we going all in on, on the Bitcoin? Bitcoin's been soft, soft after that CPI. Yeah, look at that. 63.6. It did so great right after CPI, and it's just been on a little bleed here. Do, 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 do. Maybe Apple by Matterport. <laughs> um, I mean, it's interesting. I'm not going to rule that out. What what is more a Matterport's market cap now? Let's see here. MTTR stock. And what's back doing? I see somebody shouting that out. Matterport is a 5.4 billion dollar company. Yeah, it'd be a drop in the bucket for uh, Apple. That's true. This has got to be more. Elon sell pressure 2.88% to the downside. It's gonna like can we just like rip the bandage off because this is gonna keep going for like weeks here. NVIDIA one point there we go. A little bit of sell pressure on NVIDIA. Finally, it's uh it's been running like crazy. Look at the one minute chart at sheep. Okay. And oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Wow, look at it bounce off this line, these lines here. Rubber banding over here, bounce. <laughs> so Fibonacci lines are still in play. Almost 3% now on Tesla. Almost a 3% discount. 
you know, ten dollars for the Shrek comet. <laughs> uh yeah, it was worth it. I'm all green. <laughs> you know, quickest way to get your hair dyed is have uh have Shrek come around. All right, what else? Cannabis doing very nice on uh on the sundial move here. Sundial giving up a little bit though. Look at that, it's only up 19% now. So it's a lot of a lot of profit taking there. Shift mm, uh, three and a half percent. Okay, Robinhood two and a. You know, Kathy Wood keeps buying Robinhood. I think it's so interesting. Every time that thing dips, she buys and buys and buys. She cannot get enough of Vlad. You think? What do you think about that? Kathy can't get enough of Vlad's stock. Oh. All right. What other news we got here? All right, so hmm. economists boost U.S. inflation forecast through the end of 2022. Economists are ratcheting up their inflation forecast through 2022 as supply chain constraints persist and price pressures broaden out to categories like shelter and energy. The consumer price index will rise 5.8% at the end of the fourth quarter from a year earlier above the 5.5 estimated a month ago. However, some projections were submitted prior to this. Oh, right, okay. Mm, this was a survey by Bloomberg done over this last week here. And now economists are bumping their expectations. August survey, oh yeah, every single survey, they bumped the expectation. Here, I'll show you the survey chart. Let me uh, send it over. It's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, this seems to be consensus in certainly the direction. Buy low, sell lower. Oh, <laughs> that's a diss. Yeah, look at this. Economists have continued to increase their expectations for inflation. And look at this. Every time Bloomberg does a survey, economists are projecting more inflation, more and more inflation. It's not exactly the trend you want. You want to see the trend kind of going the other way. Yeah, coffee's getting cold, folks. It's getting cold. It's not that good anymore. I don't like it at this temperature. This temperature kind of sucks. This is straw temperature now. Ugh. All right, what else? Estimates for economic growth were revised higher every quarter of 2022, though. Oh, that's good. Driven by expectations for more private investment and government spending. The revisions come after Congress passed the BIF, Bipartisan Infrastructure Package, uh, average hourly earnings are expected to be stronger than prior surveys showed with measures with the measure increasing 4% annually in the final three months. Could be do the expectations that labor shortages will persist next year, leading employers to pay more money for workers. Fascinating. All right. What else? Michael Bloomberg thinks the Democrats spending bill is flawed, but vital. Wow. Uh huh. What else? Mm -hmm. Alibaba shrugs off scrutiny to post record day single sales. How's oh? I wonder how Baba's doing. Right now, then, Baba. Alibaba down two percent. Stuck at one sixty three. Okay, so 
was at 138 peak Evergrande fears recovered but now softened and lucid's down four percent here all of a sudden i i am concerned i mentioned this a few times this weekend i'm sorry not this weekend i feel like yesterday was a weekend I mentioned this a few times yesterday that uh and i've mentioned it before that i think lucid's really gonna miss bad uh when we get to uh the end of the year JP Morgan's team suggests crypto's DeFi boom slower than it seems. Ooh, let's take a look at that. The expansion in DeFi, one of the most touted cryptocurrency trends, is less explosive uh, than at first glance. DeFi uh, refers to the borrowing that happens. Many applications run on the Ethereum network and make use of the native token Ether, whose price shot up 550% this year. In dollar terms, DeFi growth on the Ethereum blockchain tops 780% this year, mostly reflecting that Ether price rally. Study from JP Moore. Okay, so looking instead at the volume of Ether tokens locked in DeFi indicates a slower but still robust 50% climb in 2021. Okay. Ethereum network has 70% of the DeFi activity. Huh. 50% estimated expansion. All right. So let's see. What else? Okay. We have. Oh, laser firm. Minaric said to draw Peter Thiel arc to U.S. listing. Oh, maybe that's why some of the uh, lighter companies are going down. Investors Peter Thiel and Kathy Wood are among those who snapped up shares in Minaric as part of a German laser communications firm $66 million listing. $5 million each, and they're expected to start trading on the NASDAQ on Friday. So this is uh, this particular company. Ooh, Lucid bounced a little bit here. My Naric. Is that it? My Naric. My Naric. Yeah, this thing. Okay, so it's actually started trading. So, okay, that's interesting. Uh, what do they do? Oh, the Tinder co-founder also bought shares. Uh. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what this company does. So the shares were priced at $16.50 each. Well, how does that work? Given that here it's at $72. Uh, Price 4 million depository shares. The final pricing represented. Okay. The company's got a market cap of 306 million. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know anything about that. But that sounds pretty hypey. Minoric AG. I mean, this this is this is definitely the one that started trading what looks like today. 
I mean, but then again, oh, wait, no. We go to the day chart. This one's been trading since uh, November 3rd, so maybe it's not this one. But that's what it's spelled like. My Narek AG. That's the only one that shows up. Yeah, I don't know what the ticker is on that thing. My Narek AG. Be interesting to see that. M Y N A. M Y N A. Oh, here we go. Okay, not not up yet. So okay, I'll put a little I'll add that to the watch. You might want to add that to your watch list too. M Y N A is the ticker. And so this particular company is a laser communications company. Yeah. Okay. Here, let's go to their website. Minoric. Let's try to figure this out a little bit. Laser communication. All right. We'll wait for that to load up. All right. What else we have here? Uh, getting where people will use it. Yeah. Ease of use in metaverse. I'd love to see that. I think it's complicated right now. NVIDIA, the Omniverse, very interesting. $10, will you talk about Floki Inu? I mean, this probably, I think I'll do a crypto video a little later this morning and I'll talk about it in there. Mm. I can't even get their website to load. Do other websites load? If they do, then yeah, they do. So... Maybe so many people are trying to go to this company's website that it's now crashing. <laughs> oh, whatever. All right. All right. Anything else? What else do we have here? What else is going on in the market? And hey, where are the opportunities today? Voozy's up about 7%. Rivian's up almost, well, 6.5%. Trade Desk, 4.8%. Each body's actually trying to come up a little bit, coming back from, from the dirt. Robinhood's up 3.48%. DocuSign's up a little bit. DocuSign's sitting at 261. Cloudflare, 200. Pinterest's actually up a little bit. Wow. Rising tide. See if we go back to the end of the year rally here, if we get those Jerome Powell fears over. I think the market could do very well once we get past the whole Jerome Powell madness. It'd be very interesting. Yeah, Tesla down 2.2%. NVIDIA is almost down 2%. Some opportunities there. <laughs> NVIDIA 340 to 350 next week. Trust the process. <laughs> I like trust the process. <laughs> I do like NVIDIA. Uh, interesting digital so yeah Matterport offers multiple packages that you could sort of export data from but I don't understand the second part of what you're saying export mesh slash mint into blockchain and profit I don't know what that means it sounds interesting yeah that it, my prediction is that Biden will say something today about Jerome Powell but I don't have to be right. I could end up being very wrong. What, what do we got here? Kelly here with live breaking news. And there is some big news here. Jolts. With regard to job openings and labor yep. turnover, known as jolts. Job openings for the month of September are 
10,438,000, very, very close. To Ooh, and consumer sentiment just came in, uh, drops to 10-year low. July at a bit over 11 million. These things go back to 2000. Never seen numbers like this. Pre-COVID, you're around the 7 million mark. And the hard part, of course, is, is whether you look at the labor force participation rate or the number of people that are not working and not in the labor force, it, it really gets very hard to reconcile why we can't match some of these jobs up. With regard to University of Michigan sentiment, November preliminary, well, it is a big miss, big, huge miss, 66.8, 66.8. I only brought 10 years worth of data on Michigan. I didn't think it would go this low, and I don't have a number lower than this. If we look years. at what had been the low watermark, that was August at 70.3. That was a 10-year low. So this is really a big surprise. And if we look at current conditions, 73.2, that's about four points less than expected. And if we think about what lies ahead of expectations, also a huge drop from our final October read of 67.9 to 62.8. And on the inflation front, wow, hot, hot, hot. If we look at what's going on on the one-year inflation rate, our high water mark is 4.8, which takes us back to 2008. It now moved up to 4.9. So obviously we have to still go back to 2008 to find a higher number. And maybe the only good news in this report is that the five to 10 year inflation outlook is at 2.9, which is holding steady with our last October final read. Why is that good news? Because 3% mm. I was wrong. It's not a 30 year low. It is a 10 year low. The last time we were this low was August 31st, 2011 and uh, November 2008. Uh, and they were actually lower. That's when we were at about 55.8 in terms of a read. 55.8, 55.3. And the jolts figure for the time being, uh, S&P is looking for its first losing week after about five weeks trading up as inflation clearly remains in focus. In focus, as you heard Rick Santelli say, hot, hot, hot. We're 30 minutes into the trading session. Here are three big movers we are watching. We're going to start with HPE getting a sell rating at Goldman Sachs. The firm also cutting its price targets. Uh, S&P barely moving on this uh, news, by the way. But yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big miss there on the consumer sentiment uh, read. That's not good. Yeah, let me read this here. So... The sentiment decreased to 66.8. And where was the inflation expectation? Here we go. Consumers expect inflation to rise 4.9% over the next year. Wow. Buy real estate as your inflation hedge. <laughs> go buy real estate ASAP. And go buy some more. Who wants to do a Bitcoin farm? <laughs> we can buy real estate and a Bitcoin farm. All right. So let's see here. Uh, Voyager Dig drops about 4.5% here. Well, it's probably as crypto is going down. You get that. The miners go down. Coin Usually everything goes down when crypto goes down associated with. Beyond Meat rotating down more. So is Piton. And NVIDIA. I want to know what NVIDIA's volatility is right now because maybe I could sell some puts backdoor into NVIDIA. Ugh. Let's see here. 
All right, historic volatility on NVIDIA. NVIDIA. Oh, goodness gracious. I was not expecting that. Hold on. Wow. Is that true? Uh, yeah. This is, uh, this is at the highest volatility that we've seen since March. And March was some pretty severe drama. So you got the pretty, pretty high vol right now. So let's say if you go for how much you're going to get paid, 18 bucks, 18 bucks for a December. This is like a 32, 33 day or something like that. Uh, I mean, that's not actually horrible. 18.65 divided by, unless of course it just falls to 97.5. Yeah, 6.4%. It's actually not terrible. Volatility is pretty nicely high, but I mean, if the stock sells off because we've we've just got, done such an incredible explosion here, uh, then uh, you know, then then your sell puts are not going to be so ideal. <laughs> so, what if you went to something like two eighty? Are you even going to get paid anything anymore? Oh wow, you still get paid ten bucks. That's not bad. So you got 10 bucks. How far out is this? Options. This is 35 days out. Wow. Okay. What if I go to January? That's 70. That's twice as far out. <laughs> far out. And if I go to 280 here, I'll get paid 16 bucks. That's nice. Uh, what day is it? I, yeah, NVIDIA's earnings are next week, so you're going to have volatility going up. NVIDIA earnings. Let's see here. So what day do they have? November 17th. It's in five days. So Wednesday. Aha. Aha. Do we think they can actually sustain? Uh, they've run so much before earnings. That's a good... Eh. I mean, volatility usually goes down after earnings, but if they don't hit the wild expectations of the market, NVIDIA could plummet. That would be the good buy the dip opportunity. Now, on the flip side, if they skyrocket, we'd be very sad. <laughs> I was going to have to think about what to do there. Fine. Oh, well. So, thanks for the 99 cents. Mm. Yeah. See, I, I don't really care so much about this, uh, and I don't know that a lot of investors do. Uh, so, you know, look, it's important, and inflation's a problem, right? But, I mean, if, let's say you have $100,000 in stocks, and you, you, you have a household income of, I don't know, 120000 okay? And you have a hundred thousand investments, and maybe some of that's real estate equity, and some of it's stocks, whatever. Sure, inflation is going to have an impact, but I mean, if asset prices go up and your net worth goes from a hundred thousand to, uh, you know, one hundred and forty thousand, are, are you really going to be spending forty thousand dollars more because of inflation? Probably not. 
your household expenses on a $120,000 household income, probably going to be something to the, in the neighborhood of, I don't know, uh, after taxes, 30,000, you know, maybe you're living on eh, probably more, probably living on four grand, four or five grand a month. Yeah. I call it five grand a month. That's 60 K in expenses. So then let's say that inflates 10%. That's an extra 6,000 bucks, but your assets just went up substantially more than that. I don't, I don't know that, I don't know that somebody would rather have less of the asset price increase, uh, for, for potentially, <laughs> you know, uh, not having that purchase power erode. And that's assuming every, absolutely everything you bought went up, which probably wouldn't because if you owned a property, for example, your housing costs would not inflate. If you rent, you, it probably would, which sucks. But if you own, it wouldn't. You'd be locking that in. So you wouldn't even be seeing a full $6,000 bump because half of that's probably housing. So maybe you'd pay like an extra couple thousand dollars because of inflation. But your assets would be doing way, way better. Yeah, that's why the power of investing. <laughs> Make sure you invest. Uh I have no idea what this is. I feel like this is uh this is clickbait uh uh drama <laughs> that and you don't actually believe this uh because it's totally wrong. Somebody says they lost a lot of respect for Kevin. I thought he had non-biased advice. Turns out he had to cover his margin and now he's a bear about inflation. I A didn't have to cover my margin, so Either you're joking or that's disinformation. Uh, and uh, I definitely don't think I'm a bear. Uh, I think we've got negative market catalysts coming up, like the J-Pow thing. But bears don't buy the dip. Bears don't throw $5 million into the stock market at the end of September during the last dip that we had. Bears don't continue to buy real estate. So I think pretty much literally every word that you put into the sentence is wrong. So it must be satire because you can't be that wrong. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here. Newer EV company based E-L-E-K. Uh, I don't know anything about patents, but I think patents are kind of lame. Uh, 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 let's see here. All right. If you have high conviction in a company and you're way down at the moment, would it be a good idea to sell the shares at a loss and sell puts instead? No, not if you have high conviction. Because if you sell your shares at a loss, you, you limit your upside with sell puts, right? So if you have high conviction that the company is going to do very well in the long term, I wouldn't really want sell puts. Uh, I would want uh, I, I would want shares. <laughs> Honestly, I would want shares because you have no you have no time decay on the shares. I mean, you could sell shares on top of what you're doing, uh, but uh, but yeah. <laughs> hate is gonna hate. <laughs> Kevin's one of the most polarizing figures when it comes to investing. Well, that's because on one side you have idiots, and on one side you have righteousness and what's correct. It's very simple. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get back into this. 
Alright. Uh, what do we got over here? So... Hmm. Why is a firm leaking? And it just got a price target upgrade, too. Loose it down. Three, three. I wonder a firm's volatility. How's the firm's volatility doing? That's the one to check out. Uh, let's let's do that. All right, so uh, it's elevated. Certainly not as high as it has been. Nah, I said has been. All right, options on a firm. If we go for a thirty-five day. We're looking at a sell put at 13 bucks. That's not bad. Look at that. 13, that's almost 10% for 30 days. Whoa. If you go insulated, you go into 130, 640. That's also not bad. Uh, 140. If I go out to January, that's 70 days. 17 bucks. Ah, it's not even that. It's actually the shorter term sell put here. That's that's looking nice. Whoa, look at that. I can get six bucks for a week. Seriously? You get six dollars for a week? My goodness. 6.3 divided by 145. That's 4.3% for a week. The market really thinks the firm's gonna fall. Wow, those are not bad. Those, if I wanted more exposure to a firm, I'd be selling puts right now on a firm. That's nice. Woo! Matterport's up 4.4. Robinhood's doing well. Hippo's up. That's always sitting around 420. Let's see. It's so low, it's high. <laughs> All right, what else? What else? Any else? Now there's a coupon code for uh 41% off. It's the best price you're gonna get. Uh Black Friday, by the way, in two weeks. Crazy timing. But uh I can't believe it's already Black Friday in two weeks. It's like the holidays sneaking up on us. Wow, look at Bitcoin just melting. 63.3 right now. All the cryptos melting. Mm. My yeah, so the crypto companies are coming down a little bit. Tesla's trying to recover. It seems like I feel like every time Elon sells, Tesla's just trying to recover. <laughs> well, Rivian, one twenty-eight. That's just nutty. It's just all hype. Stop it. That's fine. You have your little hype fest. You enjoy it while it lasts. Because it won't. Look at Tattooed Chef sell puts. Well, I think the market really expects this one to come down. Uh, let's see here. If I go to the 35-day sell puts on... Let's see if I let's see if I go to the fifteen dollars sell put. I only get ninety cents. If I go to seventeen fifty, 
I get $2.15, but I am definitely in the money on that for a put. What's this thing at? Yes. See, I have to take off a buck because uh, it's at 1644. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. And Airbnb, I hear, is doing well. Oh, yeah. Look at Airbnb run right now. Wow. Good job, Airbnb. Over 200. Is that an all time high? Oh, no. Wow. We ran to 219 there for a moment. Look at that. Look at this crazy run we've had. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Jeez. Airbnb killing it. Matterport, Hydro Farm, Honest, Upwork, Hippo. It's a crazy time. Zillow Group up 1.5. Neo's only at 1.36. Neo the lagger. And a firm still sitting at 4.5% to the downside. Peloton 2.3, so also falling. And NVIDIA is still dripping, uh, dropping down a little bit. Okay, any other news? Let's see. Money flowing out of Lucid into Rivian? I believe that. I think traders love doing that kind of stuff. Nope. Nope. Let's look at top news over here. So, top news. No. A record 4.4 million Americans quit their jobs in September. Wow. Djokovic heads for Grand Slam. Collision over anti-vax stand. Oh. I don't think they'll let him play. Ah, different topic. All right. Um, what's this? By the end of 2024, uh, anyone can do the math and work out that they're not on the, the needed run rate uh, to get to that, that target. Yeah, well, all right. Now, they still say they will get there. Uh, you know, I don't know how much is seasonal, how much is... Uh, Obviously, it was partially the initial burst, especially given how many people were home and looking for entertainment. Why are you doubtful in terms of what they're offering that it's not enough perhaps to get them to the level they need to be? Or will they actually produce enough content in future years that perhaps you'll change your opinion? Well, look, they've certainly got a, a very strong roadmap in place, but I just keep going back to the fact they're at 118 million subs. I'm not confident that the additional benefits they're providing to Disney Plus subscribers, you know, they, they've made all these announcement, announcements for Disney Plus Day today. But, uh, you know, you get in, into the theme parks half an hour early today. There's some there's a, 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 a some limited release films dropping with AMC over the weekend. But what I'd like to see from Disney is a much longer um, list of benefits for Disney Plus subscribers to really build that community. I, I believe they should be... When you look at what they're making from the theme parks and from the cruises, I think they can provide, they're providing some benefits to Disney Plus subscribers that extended over the entire year. I think that'd be much more valuable and encourage people to, to retain Disney Plus uh, over a, a 12, 24 month period. So again, an effort to reduce churn, but a reason to sign up 
that goes beyond just the Disney Plus uh, weekend. Um, you know, it, it's for the entire year. You can get into the theme parks half an hour early, not just on one mm. day of the year. Right. Yeah. Um, Simon, it's Morgan. I'm just looking through your notes, and, and you raise a point that we don't talk about very often, which is the talent mm. piece. Brian Jar, hit me up on Twitter, man, at RealMeetKevin or, or IG. I'll, I'll look for your message. Uh, do it in like the next like 20 minutes. <laughs> that sounds very interesting, though. Thank you. Last year, we have seen some departures of some of those high-profile names. Um, how is that uh, Okay, take a look at this here. PayPal moving up a little bit here. Uh, nice little pop here. I, I am curious. I mean, look at this, folks. PayPal sitting at... A pretty low level. <laughs> I mean, 200. Uh, it seems to be right here at, uh, at at one of our support levels. And uh, I don't know. Can it go any lower? It's the big question. That is the big question. Can it go any lower? Very, very interesting. I am paying attention to PayPal. <laughs> PayPal is definitely one to watch. Ooh, Roblox, 104 on Roblox. Look at these runners. Wow, MP Material up 6%. Poshmark's up 6%. Ooh, Build-A-Bear, 4%. Mind Medicine's actually up a little bit too. All right, you got some nice runners here. Robinhood almost 4%. Uh, Matterport 2.93, Hippo 2.8. Wow. Very cool. All right, folks. Uh, let's see here. Yep. All right. I think it's time to go. We're going to have the course member live stream soon. And, uh, folks, we will see you all later. Thanks so much. Goodbye.